Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Episode 105? No, I think it's like 107. 106. Okay, it's 106. Do we need to... Should we just not say 105, 106? Because we keep forgetting. I don't, I don't yeah, know. It's, I mean, it's just us being humble. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. It's our it's our check-in to be humble because we've made it to 106 episodes of... You know what it is today? What? Jack Nicholson's birthday. Oh. How old do you think Jack Nicholson is? 77. 82. Wow. Yeah. He's from New Jersey. He is. He was born in New Jersey. I was just watching Cuckoo's Nest the other night. Really? Yeah. It's like an all that's... Like, Fucking great movie, man. Yeah. That whole scene where they like break the girls in and then like just party and they're all wasted. And then that guy who like hadn't had sex like was in one of the cells like having sex. They're making a whole uh, Nurse Ratchet show. I saw that. Ryan Murphy. Which I hear from some people. Oh, our guy that goes to the UNC Greensboro. He said he was on it. Oh, okay. That's right. He played a comatose guy or something. <laughs> what a racket. You, all you have to do is just lay and uh, pretend you're like comatose. Pretty easy day of work. You, you'd think. Yeah. So what's going on, buddy? Uh, I got some notes. I got some notes, too. But... Did you know that our Facebook page was flagged? No. Yeah. You, how did you know? I got an email saying that we're in the clear, but apparently we were flagged for putting up dangerous... I'll find it. Putting up dangerous material. No, that was probably a junk thing. Um, let's see. It was probably getting somebody to... Uh... To get you to reply, and apparently you didn't reply. No, uh, Facebook ads team at advertise dash no reply at supportfacebook.com. We mistakenly sent you an email on April 15th suggesting your page violated the policy on restrictions around sharing, distributing, or promoting content inauthentically. You can ignore this email, and no action is required from you. Should we say, well, no one listens to our podcast. Well, that's kind of what I think they figured out. We do have 100 likes, though, so when we, uh, when we do send that's those... Not, that's not going... You know, we were talking about the humble brag. And <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, when we send out that thing, it goes to at least 100 people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here's the actual April 15th. It says, your page is flagged because your posts linked to uh, domain underscore placeholder.com. If you own this domain, you can claim ownership. I think that's a fake email. It's not a fake email. Fake email. 
It's not. It's Did not, it come from fucking? Uh, it came from Facebook. Did it come from what's his face? What? Who's the Who's the owner? Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Did, did it come from Mark? No. Okay. Do you? I, I bet if you look in your email, you'll see you got it too. I don't get that. My email will just automatically flag that as junk. All right. Well, anyway, it's not junk. It happened. Well, we got flagged and we're okay. We're, we're in, in the clear. They're going to be knocking down our door right now. We know where you do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just letting you know we're legal. All right. Um, Thank what, you. What else? Um, so you were just you had to wait to the podcast and not like text me when you when we it eventually happened. Well, I didn't read that we were in trouble in the we're first under place. Under investigation. I'll wait to tell you. <laughs> I didn't know we were under investigation. I just knew that we wound up um, not being under investigation. All right. What uh, else you got? We were just discussing the, something that I, was, I wanted to bring up, which is um, the Russell Wilson um, gave his lineman, because he just signed a record contract, $12,000 in Amazon stock. It's a pretty good gift. But it's not. $12,000. He just signed, like, like how much? He didn't it? have to give them anything. Come on. I mean, why make it a story then? Well, maybe he didn't leak the story. Oh, all right. Well, somebody did, and whoever did probably shouldn't have done it because that's not a lot of money when you just made all the money that he made. I feel like that's fine. Um, I feel like he doesn't need to give anyone anything. What is... I'm trying... Hold on. I just want to go back into what Amazon, what their stock is. Um, Not that it matters because you're getting 12... It's, it's, well, I wouldn't use your computer. It's much easier to navigate. Because I have an app because I'm on stocks, you know, like I check my stocks, so it's way easier for me to just pull that app up. Okay. So today it's at 1887. So basically, everybody everybody got less than. Um, it's $1,800 a piece? Yeah, $1,900, almost $1,900 a piece. Oh, yeah. So each person got like shares. seven shares. Congrats. Maybe you didn't know how much it was. $12,000. Come on. Uh, all right. The last thing is, are you following this Nicolas Cage thing? No. You know, he got married? Oh, yeah. That's right. He, Yeah, for four days, and then he's got divorced, and now she wants to get money. She wants spousal support <laughs> for the four days. She said it, like, hurt her uh, her career. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to go over well. Yeah. He doesn't have any money. That's the problem. Well, this is fourth time getting divorced, so congratulations yeah, to Nicolas to Cage. That's why he does all these fucking. There's eight thousand Nicolas Cage well, movies on Netflix. Wait, now he's in um, an Oscar-winning movie of uh, Spider Verse. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Just when he starts I'm getting sure his feet, got, I'm sure he got a shitload. Of money, <laughs> right? I'm sure he got points. He got something. Um, all right, those are my notes. Um, all right, so I've got a few things here. So we'll run down these. I got three things that I want your take on. Great. First one, there's a McDonald's commercial that's out now that all it is is promoting soda. Oh. And now you can get a dollar for any size drink. Okay. How do you feel about that? 
Any size drink for a dollar? But just the fact that you spent money making a commercial for a soft drink. Um, it would work on me. <laughs> well, you can get... There's a McDonald's right around the corner. You can get any size drink. I, I'll be honest. I thought about it since you started discussing it already. <laughs> All right. I just don't think McDonald's even needs to make commercials anymore. It's probably true. And I feel like, why are we promoting a soft drink when you should probably just... Tell people that you're discontinuing uh, all your signature burgers. You hear that? They've decided that they're all those like crazy, con- you know, burgers that they had with the the upscale bread and all this shit that they have on their menu. Getting rid of all of it. Who is McDonald's? What upscale bread? Dude, they have these like artisan sandwiches. Yeah, those burgers, those like fucking like mushroom burgers and all this stuff. Oh. Well, We're getting rid of all of it. All right. I. How often do you eat McDonald's? Not much. I I go through stages. I didn't eat it for like eight years. I think I had a breakfast sandwich every now and then. I can't because the breakfast. If I eat their breakfast, it makes well, me you don't like eggs. Well, but uh, but they have op- they're the ones with options with no eggs, and so like I actually kind of like it. But every time I eat it, I wind up clearing my throat the rest of the day because of all the grease. Let me clear my throat. Yes, yes, that. Um. (laughs) All right. So I was in the grocery store. I got two things from the grocery store. I was in the grocery store the other day, and uh, I saw that Pop-Tarts is now making Pop-Tart Bites. And I feel like this is the most unnecessary. More necessary than the McDonald's soda commercial? I mean, do we need a Pop-Tart Bites? Uh, I don't know how you'd cook that. Do you cook in a toaster? Yeah, you put them in a toaster. I never, never toast the pop tart. Oh, you missed out. Just eat it right away. And then I had like such a hard. I just had a huge like problem with bagger with the bagger. Um, like him just not. You know, there's an art to bagging shit. Yeah. And I brought my own, like, bags. Okay. Like, and they're big, you know, and they could fit a lot of shit. But this guy, like, was so bad that I had to, in the parking lot, I was in the parking lot repacking my own bag. Because everything was just all over the place and not, like, there's a, there's an art to it. Okay. I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't happy about that. Oh, so, all right, you're not going to get into the details of... See, I, I have this problem with people all the time. Like, when you and I were roommates, I used to I used to scorn you for how terrible you were at um, putting dishes in the dishwasher. I still am terrible at putting... You, could, you put things in diagonally. It's, like, amazing. And I'm like, you must be the worst Tetris player. But then I've lived with, like, other people who have the same problem. And I'm like, is this really that hard for everybody? Like, or am I, have I just set the standard too, too high? I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so then maybe you should be a little uh, nicer to the grocery bag. No, no. That's their job, though. My job is not to, like... If my job was a dishwasher, I would know how to fucking pack the dishes. In the dishwasher. You've been on this earth probably twice as long as the guy who's packing your groceries. So you've had a lot more practice at putting dishes in a dishwasher than he has of putting no, food in we didn't, in never a had a dishwasher. Oh, you didn't have a dishwasher growing up? No, we didn't have a dishwasher at our place. Oh, well, I'm, I'm talking about growing up and, and like, stuff. Yeah, but like all, basically all of my, uh, 
apartments had no dishwasher. How the fucking wash? That's them? not true because the one when we lived in Hollywood together, we had a dishwasher. This is how I know that you were terrible at it. All right, fine. I'm terrible. Oh, uh, poor you. All right, let's go. All right, so a couple of things. So I'm reading this Norm Macdonald book that I told you about. And I had uh, two funny things that he wrote about. One, he was on a a flight with Sam Kinison. It was like a really small plane, and like the the captain like gets on the radio, and he's like, "This is uh, Captain So and So Johnson. Uh, I'll be your captain today for your flight." And Sam Kinison was like. Screams like out loud. He goes, "Oh no, not Crash Johnson!" <laughs> I've heard that before. Oh, he told yeah. me. So <laughs> we have Crash Johnson. Everybody, <laughs> call your loved ones. Um, <laughs> uh, and then there was another funny story which I didn't know about about how Norm Macdonald. I don't know if this was a funny story, but Norm Macdonald, like I guess, was start doing stand up and he like bombed. Right there's this like huge set that he just bombed and like like everyone was talking about it and then a week later you know he's getting back up there and he's doing the stand up again and he comes off stage and this guy comes up to him and he's like hey I am the talent booker for Johnny Carson and Johnny Carson like he's going off the air in like five six months and he wants to like make because back then, like, if you were on there and you right. had to go over to the couch, like, you made it huge. He's like, he wants to break one last comedian, and I think you're the one. Right? So he's like, all right, yeah, give me your thing. He's like, okay, fine. So he, like, goes home in the morning, like, I guess the secretary calls. He's like, I got the booker, you know, for you. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I just want to, we found a great night for you. It's with uh, Steve Martin and Elton John. And uh, it's going to be like, you know, two months before he leaves. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. So, like, three weeks later, his fucking uh, manager calls him up. And he's like, dude, did you, like, not go to Carson? And he's like, dude, what do you mean? He's like, dude, they just called me up and said that you didn't show up. And he goes, oh, I thought that was a joke. But someone was like fucking uh like playing a practical joke i just like bombed like a huge set like a he's like i didn't know that was real <laughs> and so like he had to move out of la because everyone like knew this story and basically said oh you're the guy who fucked up carson oh wow so, so he moved to new york and like started getting into saying alive and even adam sandler and all these guys are like like you're the guy dude you fucked up johnny carson you know, also, I, don't know, I thought that was a funny story. Um, all right, so two other things. Uh, what do you feel about this Ariana Grande controversy? What's the controversy? I just saved the, the lemon? No, where she is getting paid more double. Oh, double. Of what Beyonce got? I don't know, man. I, I, I think that I, I just don't understand why there's going to be a problem with everything all the time. Yeah, I was like, it doesn't bother me. She made her deal. Yeah. I <laughs> Maybe mean, Beyonce could have made that deal. Well, I mean, I'm sure Beyonce made a huge, you know, made more than the last female headliner. Yeah. I just don't know why that shit always gets out. you watch that show on uh, Netflix? No, I, I listened. I, I heard some of it. You, you watched it? It was awesome? I mean, 
it was mostly like the whole performance, but it was basically just they showed a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, which was kind of cool. They rented out like three stages on a, on a movie movie lot. I'm not sure they didn't say which lot, and like she was like bouncing around. And it was just like an epic thing. People are gonna ruin anything. Like, um, I don't know. Like, what 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 does anyone stand to gain by publishing that she made more money? Like, do you just not want to be able to afford to see Beyonce anymore? And also, Ariana Grande is, like, the biggest pop star right now. I mean, she'll never be as big as Beyonce. But she's number one on Instagram. Right. She's, like, right. All, I get, right now. I get it. Beyonce doesn't tour as much, you know. Ariana Grande is friggin' touring all, like, nonstop. I don't know. It's, I mean, that's just stupid. Um, speaking of Coachella, though, did you see any anything about the... Sunday service from Kanye West. I heard about it. Yeah, fifty thousand people showed up. Wow. <laughs> I just read that it was a hot mess. I haven't. I haven't heard. You dropped the new song. Uh-huh. Um, and then my final note is uh, the Ukrainian president. Do you hear about this? This guy that won the election. He's like a comedian. Yeah, he was a guy. He plays. It's like a. He's on a show like Veep. Okay. Uh, where basically he was a school teacher who was caught on camera ranting about corruption. Uh, and, uh, like, everyone starts voting for him. He becomes the president. And he basically won because of that show. Him being on that show. And, like, did you see Deep this week? Well, they were... I did. Kind of, like, doing the whole Russian thing with China. Yeah. It was basically, like, the same thing. Like, this guy... Basically, like, gained all these fans, uh, got elected because everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're right. It is real. <laughs> uh, it's fucking weird. So now he's going to be, like, hanging out with Putin and making fucking deals with Putin. This fucking comedian. <laughs> Life's funny. Uh, that's all I got. All right, cool. So what do we got this week? Well, we're gonna do. So we went to the movies and we went to see, we went to see a Scott pick. <laughs> we went to see a Scott pick. Um, we went and saw uh, Under the Silver Lake. So we'll review that. There was a lot of glances between you and I. Yeah, we had we had a good we had a good time, not having a good time. Well, maybe having a good time. Um, then we're gonna talk about so- Game of Thrones. Oh, and you were doing a summer movie preview. Yeah, we got the summer movie. I actually, I didn't prep that. So it's going to be good. You're gonna, we're going to go in fresh. All right. Uh, I, and one of my notes that I just remembered was about a summer movie. So I'll just hold off until when we get to that. Okay. Um, so let's go through... Um, Under the un, yeah, let's Tuscan just, Let's get this done. Under the, Under the Silver Lake. Lake. All right. So this is a movie... Um, I don't. So I asked you why you wanted to see it, and you were like, "I don't know." I don't know. I'll go see it. Pretty much. Yeah. I really wanted to see it because I knew that the director of It Follows was the director of this, and I thought It Follows is an amazing movie. Um, was that DP like the same DP? Because that fucking cinematography was all over the place. On this, yeah, I thought it was. I thought the cinematography was freaking awesome. I, don't know, um, I felt like it started off really. Good. I thought there's so many beautiful shots in this. I think that's the only thing that made this movie. Um, there's some good shots. That's the same guy that shot us. And yes, yeah, so I think 
I think that that means he did it follows because I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. So yeah, he did it follows. He did us. He did uh, split. Um, glass. That's right. We we've, we've looked at this guy's page before. Um, that's one of the, the few things that goes right on this for sure. I mean, there's other things that go right, but that's the saving grace is a lot of this camera. A lot of the. I mean, it's. So, all right, basically it's a movie, it's starring, so it's by the guy that made it follows, and I was getting my hair cut today, and the woman cutting my hair was like, oh, what are you doing the rest of the day? I'm like, oh, I'm going to the movies. What are you going to see? Uh, Under the Silver Lake? She's like, oh, I never heard of that. And I go to, like, a hipster place where everybody's got a million tats, and, like, so I'm like, they must know this. And they're like, oh, no, I don't know, what is that? And I said, oh, it's for the guy It's only playing at, like, one theater, though. Yeah. I was like, it's by the, well, it's, I guess it's coming out on, um, you can watch it on TV on Friday. No, we should have waited. I know. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but she was like, uh, she's like, oh, no, I never heard of that. And I said, oh, it's by the guy that did It Follows. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, this is horror movie. It was really good. Uh, it's about, and I started trying to explain it to her. And then I realized how stupid I was. like, it, it follows as a, it's a movie about a, thing that follows you around until you have sex with someone and then it goes on to follow the person you had sex with until they kill them and if they kill them then then it comes back to you <laughs> and she's like oh that sounds really good like making fun of me obviously she yeah. did not think it sounded good um and when i say it out loud it doesn't sound good but it's an awesome <laughs> movie uh if she'd asked me to explain this movie we'd have a i can't even have a hard it. time there's this... You don't watch the OA, right? No. So I play this game. Not game, but every now and then when I, someone hasn't seen it, I'll say, all right, I'm going to give you a scene from this show, and I want you to tell me if you would watch this show. And then I explain it, and most people go, no, I'm not watching that. I love it, but it's just fucking bizarre. And this is kind of like what this movie was. Okay. Like if you were to explain somebody... This, how would you explain it? Um, I read, I read as I was trying to figure out what I just had seen. I've read some things. It's basically about a guy who's uh, very Terry Gilliam ish. Oh, I say I wouldn't have gotten that at all. It's about a guy whose neighbor goes, who who likes this girl who's his neighbor. She goes missing, and he goes on like a like detective, like a self. Detective, he's like, like uh, just wants to find out what happened to her. Yeah, but he's also. It's important to say that he's unemployed, with no discernible future, so he can just go on this unemployed following. Yeah, and he gets put into the underbelly of Los Angeles. So the other thing that made me really want to see it, besides it follows, is I really like movies about L.A. Because we live in LA, it's very good LA shots. Yeah, it's really yeah. And Locations. then I, I really like like film noir, um, crime me things. Like I've been reading a lot lately, like about like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and um, uh, Inherit Vice and movies that I was like I've only seen once that I kind of want to revisit. Um, and I was kind of hoping this was going to be the thing to kickstart me there. I don't I don't feel the kindred spirit to those from this. Inherit Vice was a lot better. Yeah, but it was. That's more... Well, so it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Inherent Vice was, like, more of a coherent story. Yeah. 
So that's the problem, right? Like, there's they don't solve anything. They open up a bunch of things and never really get to the bottom of any of them. Yeah, like there's all these running storylines that never get solved at the end. Like, there's a whole storyline about a guy that's killing dogs that never comes back. No, and everyone's like freaked out about this dog. It's it's somehow in almost every storyline in yeah. this, but it's never. There's like not any dead. The only there's only one dog that shows up dead. You don't even know if it's a dream or if it was real. Um, I mean, really, it comes back at the end a little bit. When yeah. He, By the way, there's gonna be spoiler alerts, but there's other spoilers. We don't know what the fuck happened in this yeah. movie. Like the guy thinks that he's like the dog killer. Right. Um, at the end. Yeah. So, there's going to be a lot of the guy and the girl. There's so many characters. Nobody ever has a name. No one has a name. There's just so many characters. They're all doing these weird peep and Tom things. Like, even his buddy was, like, using the drone to, like, peer, like peep on girls. So this is obviously, when you see it, um, it's pretty perverse. A lot perverse. of sex stuff. Yeah, a lot of sex stuff. A lot of nudity. Must have been a really nice casting room for him. You know? Bringing all these girls, we're gonna get naked, you know. And everyone's like, "Well, you made a pretty popular, you know." It. I read a review like, of there's it. There's no reason for that girl to be naked who came in with the mask and was walking around like. Uh, there's, but there's no reason for half the people to be naked. The bird lady, um, the the girl, the Garfunkel and Oates girl. Like, that was another storyline. What does the bird say? There was like a whole storyline through the whole thing. Like, what is the bird saying? And I want to talk to the director, and that's all I want to ask. Because <laughs> he's obviously made it a point that it's saying something. Um, yeah, like, that's the thing is, you've got... So here, here's like my biggest problem with this. Um, is you've got all these storylines that get started that I really like. If you made one of them the focal point of the movie, like this bird has a secret, or there is a dog killer, or the person that writes all the famous music in the world is one person. Like, if any of those one things were, like, the thing, this movie would be a whole lot better. But instead of just focusing on any of these things, we just pop into these worlds for a little bit, this underbelly of rich uh, people in Los Angeles, basically. Yeah, it just it never. It, it's just so all over the place. It's so chaotic, and it's like, you know, I can deal with a movie that doesn't. If I'm enjoying it, and I did enjoy a lot of this movie, and I, I think it was, it was in, like it was so long too. You know, that's another problem. Like, good God, I mean, man. it was like two and a half hours. Yeah, um, but like. When you're watching it, like, you're not bored. You know, it's, like, pretty intense. It's pretty, you know, it's got you kind There's of in your seat. Yeah, so, like, you get a little bit of that. I don't need everything to work out. Like, I liked Mulholland Drive, right? That's what I was thinking of the whole time I'm watching this. This is, like, David Lynch-like. Um, but even his stuff... I thought it was more like Fisher King kind of, like, type. That's how I was looking at it, like, Terry Gilliam... Like just random. But what else is Terry Gilliam made that's like that? I mean, and Fisher King is like a definite. It's just a guy living in a like a dream world, right? Because he's all messed well, up. Well, you start finding out what the homeless uh, world is. So that's the thing I want to talk about with it. So it, the other problem is that Andrew Garfield is really good in this. By the way, he's like a really, he's really, he's in every scene. Um, 
He's got about four or five scenes or monologues that just make him a really horrible person. Um, I was kind of hoping one of those like, things. Yeah, they come wanted in. to like throw you like maybe he's like a bad guy. I mean, he did do something bad. Yeah, he beats up a bunch of kids. Yeah, he kills a guy. He. Um, that was a random storyline too, where his we, we car beat, got like, yeah penis on it. Yeah, yeah, penis drawn on it, and instead of like he he figures out that it's a bunch of like. 11 year old kids and he just beats the shit out of them then like he's walking and he doesn't have a dollar for like the homeless guy and he like it's like I hate the homeless and he tells like a five minute rant about what he hates about the homeless I kind of thought this was all going to be much like the Fisher King that he was going to wind up been homeless this whole well, that's time that's what I thought like, and this was just a grand scale up, version he was going to end up being the homeless guy because they had the storyline of him being evicted which never came back yeah, um, and I thought that he was not gonna—he was gonna be one of the guys that he was ranting about, but no, nope. yeah, didn't happen. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so he does like all these terrible things, and on top of that, he could just kind of have sex with everybody he meets. Yeah, I mean, look, I get that he's a good-looking guy, but come on. And there's a random skunk uh, storyline. Which I didn't like. Everybody's like, what's that smell? But, well, not everybody. It's weird that only some yeah, people some thought people, he smelled and some people didn't He went didn't to care. the bar and his buddy like didn't say anything. Though. Yeah, and then he went to, and then he went and met a whole bunch of girls at an audition. And they're like, you, something stinks. And he, on his way to go visiting the guy who writes a comic book that he likes. And he shows up and spends all this close proximity time with that guy. The guy didn't say anything. That was so random, that like audition. It was like... If anybody went to an if any of these girls went to an audition, there was like a cardboard sign that said auditions here, and there was like this fat guy like just taking pictures of everyone. That most people would turn away. Okay. I don't know. Um. Regardless, not um. They were you, all they were all auditioning for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's yeah. It's about a shady. Um. Uh, uh, good music, though. Yeah, some good music. Music is really good in it. Um, and, yeah, the locations. It all takes place in mostly Silver Lake. He winds up at the standard downtown. Um, a lot in Griffith Park. A lot in Griffith Park. Yeah. Um, and that stuff's cool. When they go to Hollywood Cemetery, that was really cool stuff. Do you think that there's really an uh, underground club at no. the Hollywood Cemetery? I don't even think they were allowed to like put concerts are in, in a mausoleum. Are they allowed? Oh, I've doubt I thought it. that was weird because there, there was like all these like fucking urns and shit. Yeah, and, and like and like people are singing. Um, there's definitely not an underground club. <laughs> <laughs> it did cross my mind. I was like, hmm. I wonder how you get into the underground club at the Hollywood Forever. Um, but ultimately, that guy it, like really trusted people who gave him like edibles and drinks. That's true too. Just um, don't eat or drink anything that someone gives you. <laughs> um, yeah. So if I walk into a thing and everyone's wearing white robes and like telling me all about some fucking like crazy like, um, Enlightenment thing, and then they hand me a glass of tea. I'm not drinking the tea. Fair enough. I've heard about the fruit punch. 
incident. I'm not, I'm not drinking that. Well, then there's also this whole storyline where this guy, this rich guy, goes missing. Yeah. And so that, again, another storyline that could have been fine on its own. Turns out that um, what's happening is rich rich white guys control everything is basically what this is all saying. Yeah. Um, which is which is fine. He says, do you get the, like, there was a whole thing in the beginning where he's like, do you get, or was it to the guy that he met who wrote the, uh, the fanzine thing, uh, or the magazine, um, where, I totally lost my train of thought, where, like, rich people, um, he says, he says something to the extent that rich people, um, they get to do whatever they want. You don't even know like what they're doing. Like they, everything. Is there something going on that we don't know about? That right. Was, like, the whole they're thing. all in on it. They all have the code yeah. that we don't have, and he thinks he's figured out the code. Yeah, he does figure it out. Well, yeah, I guess he does. And that's the thing is, you kind of keep, keep thinking this is somebody on drugs or something, and it's just a guy. The thing that I read about, the best review I read of this when I was just trying to figure everything out is somebody said, this is what happens when a filmmaker has a successful first movie and then decides to go back and make the screenplay from that he wrote when he was 19. Um, because or, now he's or, got a, or he the cloud. Or he eats those cookies and then starts writing. <laughs> so, um, overall, not going to recommend it? No. See, I would... Re- I mean... Again, there's a lot of things I like about it. I couldn't possibly... I recommend it just to have a conversation about what the fuck we just watched. So, that's... that's But, you know, do you like... Do you don't like movies without, like... I mean, I mostly don't like movies without a beginning, middle, and end. Like, you know... Like, this didn't really have a beginning, middle, and end. It was just a bunch of random shit that happens to him. Like, it has a beginning, middle, and end, but nothing begins... Yeah. Or there's no journey that... it It takes us on this journey, but not... Like, there's no... It certainly doesn't follow, like, the Blake Snyder beat sheet <laughs> where, you know, um, where these 15 things have to happen. It's just, like, there's no consequence to anything, and that bugs the shit out of me. Um, we don't know. We haven't got to that part. What? Maybe there's an investigation, and he gets in trouble for a lot of this shit. But that would... I mean, I'm just saying, in the movie itself, there's right, no... Consequence, like even I said, Mulholland Drive, right? Mulholland Drive in the middle of the movie, it's the same kind of thing where it's like this film noir, um, you know, mystery, and you're like, fun, you're like, okay, and then all of a sudden they just decide to just switch everybody's characters around or just have a character disappear and never show back up again. In, in Mulholland Drive, yeah, Naomi Watts's character like disappears. No, doesn't she become a different character after the first half? So. Oh, okay. I, got, I haven't seen that. All I remember, there was a scene where she goes, the other girl, black-haired girl, goes into the closet and, like, pulls out, like, something. The cube? Yeah. And then turns around and the girl's not there and we never see her again. Hmm. I haven't seen that since the theater and you know why? Because the DVD didn't have chapters. So I had a tough time watching it. Because uh, I pause and... Sometimes I like, you know, if I've seen a movie, I just kind of want to get to what was this. Didn't have chapters. It really bugged me. I know it's a weird thing, but I remember that. Um, but, uh, all right. So let's get into uh, what, what should we do next? 
Are we doing Game of Thrones? You want to hold, hold that? Let's up? do that at the end, just because. Okay. That's a spoiler thing. All right, so um, we're just gonna go through this calendar here. Oh, you know what? You're right. We should do this and then end with the movies. Okay. All right, so let's go Game of Thrones. So sorry. Episode two. What did you think so, of episode two? I loved it. I did too. I thought it was. It had a really happy moment that I got teary eyed with. Well, the nighting? Yeah. So I ruined that moment because I yelled out, "He better not do something bad to her." Because <laughs> I like I like Jamie a lot, and I like his whole turnaround to what he's become and everything. It's a little too. But I liked. Yeah, they're just. They have to get everyone together. Yeah, I got so you. So they spend two episodes like. Everyone's got to mend fences and yep, no get problem on the with same. It. I like what they're doing. I have no problem with the structure. I'm not mad. I ain't, I ain't mad at it. There's only one scene that really... I can't say that I loved it because of one particular storyline. What was that? Um, Arya Stark having... Her, yeah. That was, that was tough. And it's... Yeah, I've been reading a lot that everyone's like freaking out about this. Even though she's twenty two, but you still watched you her still watched up. her grow up and right. be like this young girl and now we're seeing like side move. Uh, yeah, it was tough. And a butt. I mean, I'll be honest, like if a show that show shows a lot of nudity and I'm usually pretty much like study you know, I I pay close attention to that. This time I was kinda of turning away. I felt very uncomfortable about it. But I like the uh the reason she did it. In, in the story of it all. Yeah, because the yeah. end's coming. Yeah. You want to try it? You're a kid? That's yeah. what kids would do. I'm with you. But, uh, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable to watch. Um, but I like the Hound and Arya scene at the, on the top of the castle. Yep. That was cool. Um, I liked all the... Tyrion finally getting, or the guy stepping up for Tyrion and changing Daenerys's like mindset of not having him as his hand, and like he was like, he gets that moment where she like believes in him, like he thinks he's gone, and then she's like, "You're not going to battle. You're you're staying with me. Cause yeah. If the battle's over, I need you." Can we just go ahead and say though that Tyrion's wit is a little overrated? Like they always make a big deal about him being so smart. Um, but each season he does do something really stupid, like, not really stupid, but just not really smart. So let's just stop qualifying everything he does. He knows how to play games, though. I'm not saying he's not smart. Yes, I agree. It's it's more of a... But it keeps happening. Right. But he, like, it's all because, you know, we want to take away from the fact that he's a little person. No, this has nothing to do with him being a little person. Yeah, it is. It's for... Everyone in the world sees him as, like, this person who's not as strong. So they have to, like, say, oh, it's your brain that's is keeping you, like, gives you the edge on everybody. So that's kind of, like, where it's at. Hey, real quick, going just to, to – I before I just was closing my windows in my computer about under the yeah. Silver Lake, there's a scene um, – where he, like, after he touches some blood, um, and the next morning he wakes up and it's his hands are sticky from it, and he picks up a comic book, and it's like... It's not blood. Or, well, it says... It's the gum from the... Oh, the gum. That's right. The gum from his car. Yeah. And he picks up this comic book and stuck to his hand. The comic book he picks up 
It's a Spider-Man comic. Oh, okay. And it's from the episode, I guess it's the issue, where Gwen Stacy comes back to life because I guess she dies at the end of that second Spider-Man. And that was all uh, an Easter egg. Wow. So glad we went back to that. All right. Um, sorry. <laughs> I like that everyone's gearing up with the dragon glass. Yeah. Um, I love the funny story about how the guy, like, drank the nipple of the uh, the giant. And yeah. That's why he's so strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it was funny. Was, it wasn't true. I, I was just listening to Simmons talking and um, with Ryan Rossillo, and they were talking about Game of Thrones at the end. And he, Ryan Russell is like, you know what really bugs me? They're like sitting around game planning and they're like, okay, we're going to do this and this is going to happen. Yeah. He's like, they're all talking about it. He's like, how about someone just steps in and goes, hey, let's fucking start with the dragons. Okay. We got two of those. Let's let's start that. No, that, when they're getting hammered, when they're when they're no, plotting the battle. I like that whole scene where they're all together. Is yeah. like the best. And he's like, "How about we just say, well, we've got these dragons. Let's just go ahead and use those first. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they're already talking about doing dragon fire on the uh, trenches and stuff. The next couple of weeks are just going to be epic, and so many people are going to die. So, I, all right, I'm glad you brought up this. I'm trying to think if there's anything else like. Uh, what, what, all right, so let's because I want to talk about so the future of things. Jamie got saved, even though he came alone by yeah Brienne. I and like he's... that there's a Brienne and a Br- Bran. <laughs> and so let's let's talk about Bran real quick. Yeah, all right. Well, I wanted he, to, I was to bring that up. He's bothering me. All right, because he knows what's going to happen. Why doesn't he just tell everyone? Well, he didn't. He basically tell Jamie you're going to die. He knows exactly what's going to happen. Why doesn't he just say, "Hey, this is what's going to happen," and then we can plan for it. Because that's cheating. Because yeah, it is. They have know. they have him. That's why the Night King wants him, so he can do the same shit. No, but that's cheating to the audience. Like, why would we want to know what's going to happen? We we need to watch it. Well, they gotta like. Hey, here's a great. Let's put you on the writing staff, and we'll just be like, in episode two, Brand tells you everything that happens from episode three to seven, so you don't have to watch. Exactly, but then something goes wrong. <laughs> Um, that was cool that the whole apology to Bran, like, hey, sorry I threw you out of a window. Yeah. Um and him being like, Well, I'm better now because No, he's like, I'm not even the same person. Yeah, he, well like, that's what he, right. He's like yeah, he's worked out a different way. Um he's like a fucking I don't know what the hell he is. But yeah, he is this is the first episode he wasn't the biggest downer of all time. <laughs> yeah, that last episode he's like just telling everyone yeah. all the bad news. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that happens. Let let. What about the Sansa and Daenerys discussion? Uh, great point. Also on this, they were like, so they have this discussion, and Sansa says this thing that's really good, where she says like, m- like basically, men are f- fools. Like women can get can make men do anything, and then they were like. When did Sansa get so savvy about men? Like, let's yeah. go through her dating history real quick. There was Joffrey, okay? <laughs> and after Joffrey, she married Tyrion. They never consummated. It was just... And then the guy was raping her. And then Ramsay. She's kind of got a... She's kind of not the right person to be talking about relationship advice with anybody. Yeah. Um, she. Yeah, I like that whole scene just because, like, that's what everyone... 
is thinking. Like, after this whole thing with the White Walkers is done, I mean, they're going to have to fight for this throne. Like, who's going to be sitting on this throne? Well, I, we're, we're holding off in the future because I want to get into the future in a minute. Let's just, keep, let's just keep going through the episode. Well, that's what their conversation was. I understand. You asked me, what what did you think of this conversation? I, I didn't mean what did it mean. I was asking you your thoughts on... Forget it. I'm looking for little details. She wanted a girlfriend, and then she realized it wasn't going to happen, so she pulled her hand back. See, now that is great commentary. That's what I'm talking about. So then... Uh, finally get to hang out with a woman. That's, yeah. That's not a... It's not my little sister. Whatever that black-haired girl, her, her assistant or whatever. Oh, you're talking about Danny does. Oh, Masanda? Masande? Masande? Yeah, yeah, whatever her name is. That um, guy is so dead. Oh, my God. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we'll talk about who's dead. Um, what, um, so then What's after, his name? Grey Worm? Grey Worm. I don't like that name. Well. Um, he's dead. No way he survives. So... After that, they go. Uh, they go. They they come up with their game plan, which we just discussed. And they have the big talk around the fire with the song. Apparently, the song means a bunch I like of stuff. When they were sitting around. They're like, "It's funny. Like, we all battled, or we all like tried to kill the tried stars. To kill the stars, and now we're sitting around like <laughs> in their castle, like, like trying to save it." Yeah, it is. It was cool. And I, I like all those discussions. And we're all. I, I'm. I'm with you. I love that stuff. And I don't care if it's not all... I don't need everything to be action. Like, not with this series. With some things you do. This isn't one of those things. Like, if we were watching a Fast and the Furious movie, and Dom starts sitting around telling stories with a bunch of the other gang from, from Fast and the Furious, I'd probably fast forward that part. But with these people, it's a little different. Because all this politicking has been going on forever. And where did the witch go? Oh, we don't know yet. She, like, disappeared. Well, he told, no, he, they told her to leave in the yeah. first episode. Wait, the the Red Witch? Yeah. She wasn't ever in the first episode this season? Well, maybe it was the last episode of... No, uh, after she saved Jon Snow, he was like, get out of here. You did a good thing, but you also kind of, like, don't forget, you, like, burned a kid alive and you did all this other really bad shit to so get out of here. I mean, she hasn't shown up yet, but she's probably going to show up at some point. She, like, brought that guy back to life, the other guy, with the one eye. Oh, yeah. Well, I think... She brought up. Yeah. I think she... Well, again, I, I, I have an idea of what I think is going to start happening, so... Um, and I think that she... Black, I think she'll come up at some point. black fucking mist. They could probably use that thing. Yeah. Whatever that thing. Um, so, after they have their big talk around the campfire and they night... Brian, great scene, really good scene. Um, she finally got some respect, and and Arya does her thing. She break broke the female mold. She was the first knight female knight. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and then she's probably dead. Okay, and then we go to uh, the big reveal when Jon Snow is like, "What do you think about that scene? Why would he tell her?" That's exactly there's, what I was going to say. There's no need to tell her until after this is all over. Look, you're not... now you're going to be like... She's going to be like thinking about it. Yeah. I think the reason he had, told her is because she was probably going to want to hook up with him that night and he was going to have to say no. Yeah, maybe. Well, either he, way... He, he would have been all weird. I just think he's... He like, should have just been like, I don't have sex before again. Like, super noble people tend to be really dumb. <laughs> I'm going to do the right thing and tell you the right thing. It's like, ah, maybe you should hold off on that. 
these guys are going to be in four hours. There's nothing you can gain, like we're telling her. So, exactly. <laughs> um, so thank God it's saved by the battle horn of all the dead coming. Um, I don't know. Um, so that that's where we're left off. So like, I will tell you that the last I checked the odds, I'll pull them up now. See if there's anything different. Who do you think was the favorite to win? To win in the end, it's the same favorite, and the odds have moved. Bran. Bran is third at plus four fifty. Okay. Jon Snow. Second at plus two twenty-five. So I don't think Jon Snow even wants it. Oh, all right. Like I think, like it's going to be a whole thing where he's just. Well, maybe they agree with you then. Daenerys. She is fourth at plus five hundred, five to one. Sansa. And plus one seventy five, and I never thought about it that way. And then last week she became the favorite, and you can kind of see how that would play out now. Um, Dark Phoenix. She's, yeah. she's such a bad actress. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the lowest odds that you can get are on Davos Seaworth at seventy five to one. Um. You can also bet on the first to die. I didn't know that. That's up. So the first to die, um, Grey Worm. Done. Grey Worm is eight to one. Not not the best odds. I mean, those are good odds. Because they're going to be the front line. I think I'm with you there. I think I'm going to bet on Grey Worm. I think we should do that. We're going to bet on Grey Worm to die first. <laughs> uh, they're the front line. Uh, no, um, Jora Mormont. That's her. The guy who. No penis? No, he's the guy who had the rock disease that, that's uh, with... No, because he's going to be hanging back. Yeah. He's going to be it. with Daenerys. He's 4-1. to one. Theon Greyjoy is 4-1. to one. He's definitely that. dying, but he's not dying first. He won't die first, no. Uh, Jamie, 5-1. to Because him and Sansa are like like best buds now. Tormund is 5-1. I don't know. I don't even know who that is. Giant Spain? I... Uh, I think that might be one. Maybe that's the guy. The red beard. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah that's who that is the guy. Um, I don't. I don't want to keep doing this too much because people who listen will be like, "You guys are idiots." Uh, the hound is six to one. Um, they don't have to listen to this to think that. <laughs> Brianna Tarth is plus seven fifty. So better odds on Grey Worm than Sir Brianna Tarth. Well, she won't die first. She's no. gonna have. She'll have a good death. So who who do we who do we think dies next week? Yeah, yeah. Well, Definitely I agree. I think all the dying happens next week. I don't. I think it's gonna be two weeks of battle. Oh, I think it's next week. Oh, okay. Interesting. There's so this is what I wanted to get seven into. Seven episodes total. This is what I wanted to get into. I think maybe two episodes is right. Because um, there's gonna be the battle, and then there's gonna be the scene where. You have the standoff between the Night King and when he gets into the into the trap that they set for him. Okay. It's not going to all be in one episode. Well, I, I just don't think that this is obviously not the most compelling storyline. I mean, it's, it's what we've been waiting for, but, like, not really what we've been waiting for. Like, we know that this battle has to happen, and it's... I think they're going to spend a lot less time on this than they are on all the politicking that happens after. I think they've completely set up... Well, there's going to be another battle. Let's right. Well, 
They've completely set up, um, uh, what's her name? Daenerys as, uh, a bad guy. Like, she's been kind of turning this way ever since, which is hard to believe because we've rooted so hard for her from the beginning, but, um, she, like, is really into this throne way too much. We only much. rooted her for her because she was cool. She had the dragons and shit. Well, she was also freeing slaves everywhere yeah. she went. She was, like, the... She was, like, the badass good guy. You know? Like, Jon Snow, again, is the dumb good guy. You know, he was, she like... She also ordered people to death and all this stuff. Yeah. But they were bad people, for the most part. You know? Um... So... I think that that's what we're looking at. Um, you know, the, the final thing is going to be her versus him versus Cersei. Like, it, it seemed like it was going to be them teaming against Cersei, but, like, now it's... So there's a couple battles that they're going to have to spend way more time with than this, with the Night King. There's also going to be that assassin who was, like, sent to go kill Tyrion. Right. So that will happen. But that. that's not, like, a whole episode. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? That's going to be a... That's how he dies. I don't think Tyrion dies. You think someone's gonna maybe Jamie like tries to save his life by jumping in front of the arrow or something? That could be. He's a he's fifty to one to be the first one to die. <laughs> John Snow fifty to one. Yeah, he's get not. good odds. <laughs> John Snow's last in the end. <laughs> um. So all right, so let's go through who's dying. Jora, who we just said is a favorite. He's definitely dying. Theon, is there any? Is there ever been anyone more dead than that guy? He's dying. He's definitely dying. Um, Jamie, I don't think he dies in this. I think he kills the Night King. I read a thing where they said it's definitely Jon Snow and Night King. I think Jamie Lannister okay. because he's the Kingslayer and he never actually really did kill the king. You know, it's like the the. And I think the the thing about the witch lady, she said earlier that. Um, that it'll be somebody, um, the uh, a, the golden prince or something is going to kill the night king, oh. and he's the one with golden hand. Trust me, I didn't know that. I read that some other shit. Uh, who? I did not know that. <laughs> um, who else? Who else is going to die? Um, you're right, Grey Worm for sure. Um, I think Davos Seaworth is going to die. He's a bearded guy. He was in the big conversation. I think he's good to go. I think anybody who's hanging around the wall is going to die. Any wildlings? Um, the hound? Definitely gone. Mm. No? Oh, you know what? He's, he doesn't die in this war because he's got to fight his brother. His brother's the mountain. Those, those guys have to fight. They do. They will fight. Yeah, so the Hound is going to live through this. So I would not take the Hound at 6-1. to one. I didn't realize that was wrong. Yeah. Um, well, I, look, I, we get so many things wrong on here. I'm sure that I got that wrong, too. Um, okay, so this has been good. This is, I, this is what I kind of wanted to go through. Is I like that you said two episodes. I thought it would only be one for the battle. Um, it's probably gonna, You're probably right. Maybe one and a half, like one whole battle for an episode, and then the the fourth episode, the battle ends, and then the politics stuff starts, and then we have how many episodes after that? Two or three? Three, right? There's seven total. Um, yeah. 
There's definitely going to be a whole... They're not going to do the whole Night King death next week. How many dragons die? Do any dragons die? All but one die. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good call. I think one left. Um, Or maybe all of them die, and then they're like, well, you're not as powerful now without your dragons. I've been thinking... That's crossed my mind. So Um, she doesn't get the respect... Um, alright. So, uh, can't wait for next week. Okay. Yeah, well, who can? It's gonna be Avengers Battle and fucking Game of Thrones Battle. Awesome Sunday. Which we'll talk about getting tickets after this thing. Okay. Um, alright, so speaking of that, uh, next week starts the summer movies. Uh, with with the movie that's probably going to be the biggest movie of all time, uh, Avengers. You think Avengers. it's going to be the biggest movie of all time? It's going to be the biggest movie. Like by that, do you mean most money? Yes. I don't think it'll make the most money. It's going to make three hundred million just domestic Look, next week. It'll. This is interesting, and I don't know anything. I mean, you probably read more about this than I have. So, but here's my thoughts on that. I think it's not. It's a three-hour movie. So it's yeah, not like playing in everything. I understand it is going to make a ton of money, but the the highest ever. What's the highest grossing movie ever right I'm now? Looking it up right now. We should know this. Well, worldwide, it's Avatar. Right. At two point seven. Well, that was like a three-hour movie that people didn't watch over and over. Or weirdo, Titanic. Weirdos did. Two. Right. Three Star Wars Force Awakens, but they also reopened Avengers Infinity War was four. Okay, all right, we'll see. I uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be epic. It's three hours, and we're gonna love every minute of it. We're not gonna love every minute of it. There's gonna be some problems. No, we'll see. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Who dies in that? They're all gonna come back to life. Yeah, but, but someone's going to die to save everybody. It's probably going to be Iron Man. Let's go. I want it. I don't want everyone to, like, come back. I don't either. That's going to make me really mad. So I guess they're going to get the time stone thing, and then somehow I'll figure out how right, to reverse it. Right, right. The only thing is in the Avengers, he, like, destroyed the fucking gauntlet thing. When he, when he did the, like, little, like, click of the hand, the mm-hmm. whole thing, like, went on. Okay. Blew up. I don't know. We're going to see it. It's going to be fun. All right. So after that. Well, are we supposed to talk about this stuff? Yeah. All right. Do I have anything? No, no, no. Yeah, but you're, I just don't like the scolding. <laughs> All right. So May 3rd, which is the week after Avengers, is long shot with uh, Seth Rogen. In Shelley's uh, third. Where are you at with this? Um, well... I have people in my life who are complaining, like, there's no way that they'd ever hook up. And I'm like, well, that's not really the long shot. The long shot is that she's going to be running for president. But it is also that. And I'm still keeping an open mind. Well, I think what the whole thing is is that she knows, like, they were friends in high school or something. And, like, she's probably afraid to trust anybody. And she trusts him. And they end up hooking up. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I think it's going to be funny. Yeah, I'll give, it, yeah I'll, give it, I'll give it a whirl. Uh, also that weekend is the uh, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile movie, the Ted Bundy movie, with, the, oh. with uh, Zac Efron. I'm good on Ted Bundy for now. I, I, like, I like the real shit better. 
I mean, unless it's really good, then then I'll go see it. Like if I hear that it's really good, but I'll but I'm not rushing out to see that. <laughs> okay, I think it might be on Netflix. Um, so the weekend after that is the hustle, the remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with uh, Anna or Anne Hathaway, uh, Hathaway and Rebel and Wilson. Rebel. Is anyone going to see this movie? Pro- probably. This looks terrible. Um, although Rebel Wilson's made a lot of movies that nobody's seen lately, it seems like. I've heard that that um, romantic comedy thing is actually kind of funny. Someone mm. said that that movie came out on Netflix everywhere but the United States. So yeah. if you're in a different country, you could watch that movie when it when it premiered on Netflix. Well, life's just not fair. We should move to Guam. All right. That's true. Um, all right. So we got Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. I'm not. I don't care. I don't even understand Pokemon. It's Ryan Reynolds. Making more money, this guy. All right. Week after that, John Wick 3. Yeah. I'm really, I'm, I'm in on this. I can't wait. All I know is he's on horseback and he's shooting at fucking guys on motorcycles. I'm in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's going to be uh, nonstop action. Does anybody not like those movies? Yeah, there's a few people, I'm sure. All right. Um, I really want this fucking this uh, hotel show to come out. You heard that they're making the Continental Hotel show. No, what's uh, that? The you know the Continental the hotel in John Wick. Oh, they're making a whole series about it, which right. I'm in. All right. What else? Um, all right. So the next week is Aladdin. How are we feeling about it? It's 50-50 on Aladdin. Like that the second trailer, show, yeah. second trailer was better. It was. Um, I love Aladdin. I mean, not, like, it's a real big shocking take. Um, but like, I saw that movie a bunch of times in the theater. Um, I, yeah, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'll see it. I, I really want don't want to go by myself. I want to have some kids with me. My nephews or somebody or something, but I'll probably end up seeing it somehow. Yeah, we're probably going to go see it. Um, Unless it just gets like, I mean, that's the kind of movie that if everyone's like, oh my God, this is horrible, I'll, I, then I'll, I'll jump off real quick. But right now, I'm, I'm leaning towards going to see it in the theater. Okay. Um... Also that week, which we just saw the trailer for, Book Smart. Wait, if it's Wallace. if it's good, is Will Smith like fully back? Um. Well, Bad Boys Three is coming out soon. Okay. They just finished shooting that. All right. I don't have a, a, a lot of faith in. I have some faith, but not a lot. Um. I think that will kickstart him back as a action. Okay. Not not Michael Bay though. Not Michael Bay. Um, all right, so book smart looks pretty good. It does. I didn't. I didn't. I heard about. It. I never saw the trailer. It's Olivia Wilde's uh, directorial debut uh, about some girls that really smart and you know it's kind of like a super bad. Yeah, girls. Um, it is. It's exactly what it is. That's yeah. what it looks like. There's a lot of really good little jokes in there. Oh, yeah, it looks good. Um, and then also that week is Brightburn. Where do you come up with this? With what is it? Brightburn, the Superman origin story. That's I don't it. know it. Yeah, I sent you this. Remember, I like we were talking about how we were taking the genre and like flipping it. 
This is like the Superman origin story where the kid turns out to be bad. Um, I don't remember. Is it a cartoon? No. Basically, the it's the whole scene where the fucking the thing comes to crashes into the into the farm, and the parents take it, and it's uh, what's her name Elizabeth Banks. Right. So she takes it, takes the kid, and then the kid starts like developing the powers. But instead of being good and becoming Superman, he, he like starts using it for evil, and becomes like this like. It's basically a horror movie version of Superman. Oh, sounds interesting. I don't. You didn't send me it, but it sounds interesting. We were talking about the fortress. I sent it to you. The weekend after Godzilla. I didn't see the last, uh, or did see the last one. I don't care. I'm not. I'm out. Is I'm this, in on Godzilla. Is that a Tom Holland thing, or is that um, it's Brian Cranston? No, it's a. It's a. What's the guy's name from Friday Night Lights? The dad. Oh. Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. <laughs> Eleven from... from. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Formiga. Yeah, I'm good. I can't wait for that. It's going to be awesome. All right, so Ma, which looks terrible. What's Ma? It's with... Um, um, what's her name? Uh, we're doing a great job here. It's basically a low-budget horror movie with uh, Octavia Spencer, where these people, oh. she gets the kids to like party in her in her basement, and uh, but tells them that they can't come upstairs, and then they come upstairs, and she starts flipping out. It looks terrible. Um, well, don't say we're doing a terrible job. You're supposed to just give me the quick pitch on each of these, and I'm Rocket like, Man. That same day. Oh yeah. Uh, it's Elton, Elton John. John biopic fantasy movie. I know someone who saw it and really liked it, but I didn't trust them because they also liked Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Do you think this will be like Bohemian Rhapsody? No, I think it's better because it focuses on a certain point. It's not like his whole... And I said that, and they were like, no. It's also like a fantasy. It's his whole age, It's his whole life. And I'm like, great. So, I'm skeptical, but um, I'm holding out hope. Okay. What about you? I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be... Uh, they're going to take it and do a little bit... Uh, something different than the normal biopic. They're making it kind of like a fantasy type deal. Um, so it's going to be like more of a musical. All right. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. After that, in June... We're in June now. Which Jennifer Aniston and Sandler have a movie coming out in June on Netflix. Which, uh... I'll just tell you it's going to be horrible. But we're going to watch it. Those are the, I can make two predictions. Mystery. I can make two predictions on that. It's going to be terrible and we're going to watch it. Okay, sounds great. Um, alright. Dark Phoenix. X-Men. That just does not look good. It's going to be horrible. Yeah, it, it does not look good. I want, I want X, X-Men to be really good, but I think it's time to just shut it down and start over again. Well, they are. This is the last Fox one. Well, you're welcome then, Fox. They're going to reboot it. Disney's going to reboot it, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that movie's going to be terrible. Well, is this the last one that they have that Disney... Yeah, it's so. not none that's... So when Disney got Marvel and it bought all the properties, it no longer has to give X-Men out to anybody? Oh, that's not true. There's that horror movie one that's in uh, that's coming up. Oh, yeah. Where it's, I can't wait for that. Okay. Um, 
then this this other movie that there was a trailer that you missed today. It's called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. It looks really good. Yeah, I saw that. I think I saw that trailer. They showed it uh, today on. Uh, Who touched that movie? It's with uh, Danny Glover. Um, where his sons, I don't know. It's, it looks really good. Okay. Um, all right. Week after that, Men in Black International. Where are you at with Men in Black? No, I didn't even see the last Men in Black. With Chris Helmsworth and uh, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's he needs this to do well. <laughs> he does. Um, his last couple. Uh, Not just that, but then he was like saying stuff. Yeah, he was talking about killing black people. He said some stuff. Uh, also that week, Shaft. Where they're bringing back all the generations of Shaft in a movie. How do you feel about that? No. I saw the trailer for that. Still no. Speaking of that, John Singleton. Heart had a stroke. So not doing so. Oh, no. Um, Alright, so... The week after that, Child's Play. Oh, I'm yeah. Interested. Of course you're interested. It's got like all the pieces of things that you'd want. Yeah, it's got uh, some good cast. It's got... Uh, they're changing up the story a little bit. Basically saying that he can control technology. So it's going to have a little bit more of an ele- like a modern element to it, I guess. Um, and then the other movie that comes out that week is Toy Story 4. Yeah, I'm definitely in on that. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be an emotional ride. Uh, all right, so the... Last weekend in June, yesterday, the Beatles uh, movie. Yeah, that looks good. That's yeah, we've gone through that. Before. Well, have we talked about it on the podcast? That's with um, that's the Danny Boyle one. Yeah, and Richard Curtis. Um, Who's Richard Curtis? He directed. Uh, he wrote and directed uh, uh, Love Actually. Oh yeah. He wrote this. You got a little too much stock in in Love Actually. I'm just going to tell you. I have too much stock in it? You have too much stock in, in Love Actually. I like it. Um, Alright, so first weekend in July is Spider-Man Far From Home. Where are you at with this? Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal as the bad guy, but the last Spider-Man Homecoming was so good um, that I'm willing to give it... I gotta see what happens in Avengers before, you know. Um... But part of what made Homecoming really good, Tom Holland was good in it, but I like, he needed that Robert Downey Jr. character in there, so. Well, I'm sure someone's going to show up. It's not just going to be him. I don't know. It seems to me like they're going to retire all the good event, like all the Avengers that you care about, and we're going to have to deal with like Hawkeye showing up. <laughs> you know? Hawkeye's getting his own show. I know. I'm not going to wind up watching no, that. I'm never, yeah, I'm out on that. There's another movie coming out uh, mid-July called 21 Bridges, which is supposed to be good. It's with uh, Bozeman, an action movie. Okay. Chadwick Bozeman's new movie, um, which they shot in uh, Philadelphia. Um, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but anyway. Um, all right, there's this other movie. Have you seen the trailer for Stuber? Uh, no, but that sounds familiar. It's with... Kamel Nanjami. Oh, I did see it. And, uh, and he's driving Dave around. Batista. He's an Uber driver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. 
That premiered at Sundance. Uh, I don't know. It's like, because he had eye surgery. The cop. So he can't. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. He had uh, corrective eye surgery, so he can't, like, see. So uh, he has, he's got to drive him around. It's kind of like L.A., what's the collateral? Right. But uh, a little bit more of a funny take on it. Um, all right. Week after that, Lion King. The live action. I'm in on the live. Yeah, live action. <laughs> Even though they're all CGI The characters. cartoons are all moving. It's live action. Um, and then I feel like there's going to be... But there, I think there's going to be backlash on it. I think by that time, people... Like, I think it looks great, but I think great's strong. I think it looks really good. Um, I mean, I like Jungle Book, so... Love Jungle Book. But Jungle Book worked. And now you have Aladdin coming, and if Aladdin's not very good, and then this one comes, everyone's going to be like, fuck this franchise. <laughs> fuck this Disney Live shit. Um, I don't know. I have a faith in John Favreau. Yeah, that's that's true. He does okay. Um, what next week after that? Your favorite movie of the year? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. I I was thinking I could if I could fast till this movie came out. I just I I, I want this movie to be out so bad that I don't like. I would do about anything to just, just go into hibernation. I don't. Yeah. Until, like yeah. Until until it, until it starts. <clears throat> I missed the Super Bowl again, didn't I? <laughs> we taped it. Um, <coughs> all right, so the week after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is going to be awesome, it's Quentin Tarantino's movie, um, is Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. All right, this is the one I wanted to talk about. This looks insane. I cannot wait. At first, I was like, yeah, I'm in on this. Like, you know, like some of the banter that they show in the beginning of the trailer of those two, like... Are there a lot of bad guys in that room? When they picked the yeah, place. that whole thing, and I was really into it. And then, then you realize that the whole climax is going to be that New Zealand, like Hawaii. Oh, or yeah, 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 that They're Hawaiian, Hawaii with all the yeah, Samoans, yeah, the Samoan thing. And um, I say New Zealand because that's their team yeah. does that, um, and that's pretty much going to destroy an entire people's culture. And I'm not looking forward to that. I think uh, I think that I think you're commercializing something that's sacred to a group of people. But I think Dwayne Johnson had a say in all this. I mean, he's part Samoan, so I'm sure he he's. Not we'll gonna... we'll see how much just how much clout uh, the Rock really really has in like the grand scheme of celebrity. If he gets if he pulls this off oh. and people aren't mad, look, I understand. People are not going to be mad. Okay. Um, people get mad at everything. People are mad that Beyonce made less money than Ariana Grande at Coachella. There you go. People get mad at everything. That's true. Don't underestimate the power of people sucking. That same day is the X-Men movie that we're talking about called The New Mutants. Okay. Uh, which is the horror movie uh, version of uh, X-Men. All right. Which I am looking forward to. But that was supposed to come out like so long ago. Like this, the Under the Tuscan Sun <laughs> Uh, silver under the silver lake silver lake uh that also was supposed to come out a long time ago and they've done like massive reshoots and fired directors and all this crap so i don't know never know what's gonna happen here so then uh after that uh august is kind of like not there's not much going on in august we got uh scary stories they tell in the dark 
which is like an anthology thing that looks interesting. It has a bunch of different directors. Um, and then Angel Has Fallen, the new uh, Gerard Butler fucking White House down. Oh, that's a series now? Well, yeah, they've already done two of them. This is the third one. Oh, I didn't even know they made a second one. Okay. Yeah, they did London Has Fallen and, and uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, I kind of thought that was the same thing. They, Olymp- Olympus Has Fallen was directed by... Uh, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, the guy who did Equalizer. What's his name? Uh, Antoine Fuqua. Um, which made a lot of money. But, all right. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, there's just... The Good Boys, which premiered at Sundance, which is another super bad movie, with, uh, but it takes place in middle school um, with a bunch of kids that curse a lot and mm. do crazy stuff. Uh, there's The Informer. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, Joel Kinnaman. I like that guy. Um, but yeah, so August is uh, not, it doesn't have too much stuff. Good the Lord. Bless That's our open ended. All right. Uh, is there anything you're looking forward to more than uh, no the Quentin Tarantino? No. Okay. Uh, maybe maybe next couple of weeks of Game of Thrones. I think. <laughs> but other than that, those are the, that's where my life's at right now. That's where everything stacks up. Game of Thrones leads up. Boom! You're right into. I want to say that I'm that excited for the new Star Wars, but I'm not because I just. Come on, we know. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Avengers doesn't have it for me the way those two do. But I, you know, I've come around a lot on my superhero stuff, so. All right, well, thanks for coming up to, uh, old Burbank. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. Avengers? Avengers and Game of Thrones and... So the guy who directed this episode of, or the person, I think it was the guy, of Game of Thrones also directed the Battle of the Bastards. So the person that's doing it has good fight scenes. All right. Good fight scenes. Let's do it. All right. Good fight scene Sunday. That's what we're doing. Um, oh, I just saw September. Just looking at this list. Uh, Rambo. Last Blood. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. I'm in. I'm in on that. <laughs> um, we also have to review Backdraft 2. I know it comes out in like a week or two, right? Yeah, we gotta we gotta watch that. All right, all right. Should we mix that in with Game of Thrones and Avengers as I don't the know big? When it's coming out? <laughs> sure. All right.